Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. This is B-Word of the Bleach Brothers podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I want to bring your attention to our link tree. Please visit Linktree slash Bleach Bros podcast for the links to all of our socials, streaming sites, and merch. Linktree is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Bleach Bros podcast. All one word. If you enjoy our content, make sure to give us a like and give us a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Also, invite your friends. And with that, let's get started with the show. Hey, this is Travis Demers, the radio voice of the Portland Trailblazers. I don't know why, but you're listening to the Bleach Brothers podcast. You're never going to get this time back. Welcome into the Bleach Brothers podcast. This is B-Word, and as usual, I am here with my good buddy, my trusty good fellow, Jake the Hater. How you doing tonight, bud? Good man, I'm. I had such a blast when you were here. I'm just gonna say that. I hope you were comfortable. And Mama made us good food. Um, oh, dude, your mom made great food. I didn't really get to cook for us all too much, but you know, it was break time, and also, you know, I took you out to a couple places. It was nice. Yeah, no, it was it was good. It was so just from a behind the scenes factor, like we actually had a really easy swimmingly time recording the last episode. Swimmingly. Swimmingly. It was like, yeah, getting into a hooker's pants, dude. All you had to do was like swipe a card. <laughs> it was very, very simple. It was simple. It was. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the last episode, we've gotten quite a bit of good feedback on there. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, subscriber of the show, Barb, actually told me that I shouldn't be surprised with your uh, Lola Bunny um, infatuation because, as she reminded me, you did jack off a duck. And so yep. those kind of go hand in hand in the whole bestiality thing. So I was pretty happy about that. But uh, I will yeah, say man. this: it was our it was our most so out the gate. It was our most listened to episode, like first day. Well, and I I have to yeah I have I have to say, man, that wasn't us. I think it had to do with the whole Cosby craze. But I think we did a good job. Yeah, it, we covered the topic well. I mean, of course we did. We put it out. I mean, we're happy with right. the product we put out. I hope uh, fans liked it as well. I've gotten some good feedback, and we love getting feedback from our listeners. So anytime, uh, shoot us a message wherever. You know, also just me and B-Word's uh, private accounts if you're friends with us on there and you are listeners. If not, find a way to uh, like, subscribe, and follow us. Yeah. But yeah, any feedback's always good. Absolutely. So speaking of feedback, uh, subscriber of the show uh, communicated with me this week, right? Yeah. And we're not, you're not saying who, it's just a, this is a I'm not saying group. who, just because I don't want it to tie back to them that they're sharing internal information from a, from a, from a non-public event, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, let me back this up. So in a previous career, I used to be a recruiter for, um, 
for the state that I live in, right? And okay. so what I would do is I would I would get in touch with businesses and then I would host hiring events and I'd get in touch with employment agencies and different things like that and try to get people hired, right? Okay. I don't do that anymore. But uh but our subscriber friend knows that, you know, I still know some things and she just so happens to have a friend who works for the city of Oakland and the city of Oakland does that as well. Like most okay. most municipalities have some sort of employment office, right? Mm-hmm. So she so happens to tell me that the uh, U.S. Postal Service, right? We all, we all get mail, right? It's all it's a little delayed now. It's you know not as good as it used to be. Stamps are priced up, priced pretty high, but they don't pay very well either. But they hire people, and so they're doing a, a hiring event at uh, at one of the city offices in Oakland. Okay. Okay. Due to COVID, the hiring event is now virtual. So okay. in order to get people to join. They figured, what's a better way to do this than a Zoom event, right? So everybody gets a Zoom, a little Zoom ID, uh, and they make the Zoom information public. So, hey, if you want to join this event, here's the here's the event number, here's the here's the link, all of that sort of stuff, right? I looked on Twitter to to kind of see if anybody had was talking about what had happened in the Zoom meeting, but nobody had talked about it. But I did notice that one of the city supervisors actually tweeted out the link and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. So it turns out that it became the United States Pornography Service because, yes! <laughs> because somebody <laughs> decided to hack it. And so when they were trying to you know, set up the hiring event, they were delivering it to somebody's back door, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have here, yes, I have here a screenshot of the police report. Are you ready for this? Yeah. So it says, our business co-hosted a virtual Zoom of hiring event with the United States Postal <laughs> Service. And two people hacked the Zoom meeting. They displayed adult pornography photos as well as used obscene language while the Zoom was in progress. I could not exit them from the meeting as it appeared they had full control of the privacy controls. <laughs> Private controls. Yeah. The Zoom meeting was also recorded. <laughs> oh, send me the link to this. The Zoom meeting was very well attended and had to be canceled due to the abrupt disruption. Now, again, I can't release anybody's name who would have provided that to me because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But here's what I can tell you, my man, <laughs> coming from the recruiting side, and of course, knowing everything to do with COVID, I think a Zoom hiring event is the stupidest thing. <laughs> you only you do that do. internally, or, or like if you send somebody a link like for a one-on-one interview, right? Right, right. Now, I do have a few questions, viewer, and I want, I okay. want your take on this. Uh, obviously, you're only hiring people of age, correct? Yeah, 18 or older. Okay, so there's no child... Like, you know what I mean? You're not obscenely showing, like you can get indecent exposure charges, right? Because technically this is a public forum now well, that I, is not requested. Yeah. So, so, and here's, here's the curious part for me, because I would imagine you have to be 18 years old to work for the post office, right? Okay. But what if you're 18 in a few weeks? No, what, what does that matter? You're 18. Right. What if you're 17 years old and you're two weeks away from your 18th birthday? That kind of creates a scenario where you're still a minor and you're being right. furnished pornography in a public forum co-sponsored right, so by the city. 
Well, my th- my question is, is like the charges on the people if they find them, let's say they find them IP address, all that type of stuff, right? Right. Which I doubt they're going to, because let's be honest with ourselves, the municipal didn't even know how to keep control of their meeting. They're the type of people that run a meeting that are like, hey guys, we're going to play a video. And then you hear like yeah. five of the directors like, I'm hitting play. Why is it not? There's yeah. no sound. Why is this not working? Yeah. How come they always get, they, those people need to be in trainings how to run these things. But anyways, the charges that would be brought up against these people is very interesting, right? Like, would you, would, okay, let's say there's the, the younger person, there's the child thing, right? Then there's the you're indecent exposure in public because you're technically right. in public in a forum that is showing, like, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder what charges you get on this. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, it, it brings up quite a bit of questions for me, right? But it also makes, like, in some weird, sick way, it makes my heart happy just because, like, you told me about the travesty. This weekend, oh, yeah. in yeah. English class, <laughs> a lot of right? stories. Oh, yeah, with Miss <laughs> Abadaka, where we <laughs> yeah. played the porno. We, I well, think he, he did. I, I okay, <laughs> he played the porno, and to this day, he helped hunch her back when we were supposed to watch the Hunchback in Notre Dame, and Travis put in a porno <laughs> of two chicks, which goes down as one of the best high school moments in my history. Right, but think about that. Right, so 20, 20 years ago, twenty mm-hmm. plus years ago. And now somebody does this on a Zoom meeting. I mean, the only thing that's changed is technology. Am I right? Like technology, it's, it's yeah. just a matter of how it's delivered, right? This is this is awesome. I thought it was great. I mean, because like you hear all the I, at first when you started telling the story and it was Zoom, I was gonna be like, okay, somebody got on and they accidentally had their pants down or they were peeing or because I've had that moment. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be very upfront here. I have meetings all the time, right? And sometimes I go poop during these meetings because you gotta go, right? And I'm always like super nervous. So what I do is I put my camera, even if it's not on, facing at the ceiling away from me on the sink just right. in case something right. happens, right? Right. Because the last thing I need to stand up and then there's a big old dong on there or right. you know, anything. I mute the line. Like we've had conversations about that. But I mean, I was expecting a story like that. Not two people took over this and then did some anal sex. And yeah, did they get I... hired? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, what I'm what I'm actually curious about is like what what is their hourly wage? <laughs> like, did they did they deserve it? Is it only fifteen bucks? I mean, I I know. really hope they had like a banner at the bottom for like their OnlyFans or anything, and they went viral, and now they're like <laughs> yeah, fucking right. millionaires. Yeah, I, I'm. It it truly blessed me to get that piece of information from one of our subscribers, and I thought that that was just amazing. And um, yeah, it makes me think of actually. I mean, so I told you about my buddy OMP, right? And uh, old man Pat, and uh, he is a he is a connoisseur of online pornography. Okay, online That's, only, or like was he a connoisseur before this? Like you know, no, online connoisseurs they have collections. And- so his name is Old Man Pat, right? So actually, right. I helped him. Un- I helped him unload a, uh, a storage shed, and it actually had boxes in there full of unmarked VHS tapes, right? Okay. And so he's like, "Well, I need a VCR so I could f- figure out which ones these are." I didn't have a VCR, so I asked my grandma for her VCR, and she let me take the VCR, and I come home. We're, we're, we're roommates at this point. I come home for mm-hmm. lunch, and I walk in, and there's the VHS porn tape, and you can tell it's a VHS because it's got the lines that go up and down in it, yeah. you know? And so he was just watching it, eating a baked potato. This is, my, this is my man, old man Pat. Well, anyway, his technology is upgraded, so he actually has um, an, an Android phone. Which, in my okay. opinion, gets gets hacked a little bit more than iPhones. Androids suck. Let's just be honest. Yeah, I'm I'm there. Um, and so because of that, um, he was going from one site to another site, and he was probably clicking on ads. 
And when he did that, uh, it, a little warning came up that said your phone's being tracked by the FBI. You've, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I've you've that. you've gotten, you know, onto some stuff that you shouldn't be watching and whatever. And he didn't really know what to do. And so he took he took the battery out of his phone and he put duct tape over the camera and he put duct tape. Put duct tape, put duct Hold tape that's over. the person that runs Zoom meetings these days. Yeah. He put he put it he put a duct tape over the microphone and it's like four in the morning and all of a sudden at my door I get this boom 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 boom. And I'm like, what in the holy hell is going on? And I grab my gun and I go downstairs because I don't know what's going on, dude. It's four o'clock in the morning. Right. And it's old man Pat. He's like, you have to help me with this. And I'm like, help me with what? <laughs> so he starts telling me what he's doing. And I'm like, you brought the FBI to my house, bro? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? So from my phone, I Googled how to fix it and then fixed it on his phone. But yeah, that's my boy. That's my boy, old man Pat. Well, see, like like me and you both have had, we've had similar lives. You know, like this, is, I mean, we're best friends, but we're very, we're very familiar with a lot of things in the same light, right? Like we brought up the travesty earlier. He was also a connoisseur of porn. <laughs> I know. Uh, I never forget what I gave him internet in his room for the first time, and I just instantly regretted that when we lived together in Vegas. But he used to have an old brown leather suitcase. I don't know if I've told this story on the show yes. yet or not. Well, I don't know if you've told it on the story, but I've heard this. Um, and it was always full of VHS porns. And Travesty, I love the dude to death, but he used to do qual- quantity over quality. So we would go to the porn store, right? And he would buy like the eight hour tape, the one you're never going to get through. Be like, dude, it's eight hours for $2. (laughs) And you're just like, who's going to watch eight hours of porn? And then I found out, because just like you said, uh, old man Pat was eating a baked potato watching it. The travesty one time, my mom was coming over to clean my apartment because, you know, she's a mom. She loves to do that. And she walked in and Travesty's laid on the couch eating lunch, watching a porn. And my mama walks in. She goes, oh, sorry, Travis. He goes, no, Leslie, it's cool. Come on in. He goes, it's a great one. It's called the Dick Sense. He's dead and banging all these chicks, but they have no idea he's dead. And my mom goes, I sat there with him for 30 minutes and watched a porno with your friend (laughs) while he (laughs) ate lunch. Because what do you do with that boy, right? I mean, I love the bro, but it was, it was, I mean, there's, there's some people that watch it for enjoyment. um, And there's other people that watch it for a different kind of enjoyment. And good for him, man. Good for him. You know, I... I think our friends at the Porn Stash podcast would really enjoy uh, that story. They may as well have coordinated that attack. I don't know. But could you imagine being a job seeker and all of a sudden you're like in one of the little windows, you're like, that looks like a dick. I'm an (laughs) HR nightmare already. So I would hire them. I would have, like I said, I would have called. I would have been like, I need these people's information. You are now my tech gurus. You learned how to hack this. You learned how to do this. Yeah, I'd probably give them a job. Have you have you run a Zoom meeting before? Like, I know you've attended a Zoom meeting, but have you ever run a Zoom meeting? No, I choose not to. Okay, so I have. You can, okay. and here's what's funny to me because this is a, like this tells me how well attended this was mm-hmm. because as a host, you can actually mute their line and you right. can turn their you could turn their video off. Okay, and I've so done I, that to people. Yeah, so so I know it says that they took that they took over the controls. Like I don't know how that <laughs> I don't know how that was possible, but yeah, that's amazing. That's Again, these are the people amazing. still using PowerPoint that need to see a PowerPoint how to do a fucking Zoom yeah, meeting. You're correct. But anyways, well, with that, man, let's go ahead and take an ad, and we'll be right back. Hey, you there? Do you like podcasts? Are you tired of the bullshit? Well, this is not the podcast for you. 
Actually, it is. And we are... The Lords of Swine! We discuss nerd culture. And we drop every Tuesday... On any platform. We're literally everywhere. Be sure to check out our buddies at The Lords of Swine. Uh, they're Read. a nice little podcast that we enjoy. I love pigs. Right? Jake is a pig lover. I am. So... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Plus. Speaking of pigs, this this how, really has how, no. How are you going to transition? Really this? No I'm... transition. But hey, speaking <laughs> speaking of animals, we're going to talk about other animals. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm so excited to do this. Like I've been telling you all day. Like this is this is I'm I'm fucking dude. I'm I'm geared up for this. Well, I remember this when I told shit. you this is what I wanted to do, and you were like, it, it was like no questions asked with a rundown. Like fuck yeah. yes, let's do it because the Batman is coming out, and I still stand that it's probably going to be one of the best Batman films of all time. And Robert Pattinson will probably be number two on my list of the best Batman ever. Uh, we will see how that turns out, but I am pumped that it comes out this week finally. Now you're going down to Vegas to see your brother, right? Yeah, I'm driving my mama back. I'm going to see my brother. I'm trying to figure out how to go see this film with him opening night, dude. I'm nerding out so hard. That Cinemark is selling a metal popcorn tin that I'm trying to get a hold of right now. Could you not find it on eBay? I found it on eBay. I just don't like the prices right now. Wow. There's I found a lot of them. And here's the thing. I, I actually to be to be really candid, in this screen right now, you know how you have multiple tabs? I have five tabs open watching bids <laughs> on these. Because I went well, we don't have Cinemark close to me, right? Right. I'm a Regal fan. And uh and we have AMC, but they're fucking garbage. Um, we're never getting sponsored by them. Uh, so uh, Cinemark, though, well, I hear they can sell them early. Yeah. But uh, I don't I, I'm not driving an hour just for that. I mean, there's a s- certain limit of what I'll do. Right. Because right. like the price I'm looking at, the price on eBay is probably what's going to cost me in gas just to drive there to also find out if they'll do it or not. Right. Because I'm sure if gotcha. I call on some snot nosed teenager answers, I don't know if we have those. Oh, yeah. we, have, we have popcorn. You're, you're going to have to show up in person, dude. Sorry. Yeah. But anyways, um, there's so much cool merch around this film. There's so much mystique and mystery along with giving us a lot. I think they're showing us a ton of trailers, but not doing like what other films did. Like, no offense, Spider-Man No Way Home gave away a lot. Yeah, it this did. is not giving away too much, in my opinion. No, no, it's not. And it looks good. I'm really excited to see it. I've got tickets for opening night. Um, going to go and, and check it out next week. Now, we are not that podcast that gets to see it before everybody else does. Right. Right. So because of that. We're not doing this uh, as a as a oh here's what it is, but Jake had an incredible idea as far as um, if if we so looking at all the characters in the Batman, right? We're gonna recast it. We're gonna recasting. It. Yeah, it's a, it's a dream casting. So who would you like to see? Um, I actually took it a step further, dude. Okay. I uh, I told you this today. I'm using younger actors. Yeah, I'm only um, okay. I, I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah. So I'm using I'm using actors who are either up and coming um, or are relatively unknown as my parameters. Now there are some some of these actors are 
um, you're familiar with um, as as fans or as as people who just watch movies. But they're not necessarily actors who have been in comic book movies or have been in big blockbusters. And so that's who I'm using right now. Um, and so, Jake, my thought process is, is we kind of touch on the, the main cast. Okay. Uh, and I'll tell you who the main cast is right now. Um, we're, we've got Batman Bruce Wayne, of course. We've got Alfred Pennyworth. We've got Commissioner James or Jim Gordon. We've got Catwoman and Selina Kyle. The Riddler uh, is Edward Nashton, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Penguin is Oswald Cobblepot. And then Carmine Falcone. Now, there are some other smaller roles in the Batman that um, that we just don't know who the actors are playing. So there, might, there very, may very well be other characters. The Joker, or, you know, somebody else might show up. We're just not familiar with that. But with these, bro, let's, uh, let's recast these. So... I'm going to ask you first, Carmine Falcone, who are you casting as Carmine Falcone? So like you, I'm picking only people that are now, I'm not, I'm not doing anything like going back in time or anything, right? But I would pick Wes Bentley from Yellowstone. Ooh. The reason is, is I, I think he would make a lot of good characters in this, but um, I'm going for that, mis- that, that look of like a new age mobster, Right. Right. Because I'm not, I'm not making this film in the '50s. I'm making it based in, in present times. I think he's got the look. I think he could be conniving enough. Okay. Um, and I think he would, he would have amazing dialogue back and forth with Batman or whoever. I, you know, I, I have to be honest. I, I almost thought of him as Batman, and the reason why I almost thought of Wes Bentley as Batman is just because of his looks. Okay. But, um. I just didn't think that he would fit the role because he's older than what I'm shooting for, for Batman. And okay. so great actor though. Great actor. Yep. So my Carmine Falcone, um, I know this actor from the newsroom, but he's also been on Argo. Um, and, and it's a, it's Chris Messina. Chris okay. Messina was the son of, um, Oh, I can't think of her name, but the lady who owned the news station, he was, he was the successor to her yeah. and he, he's, uh, I think he's mid thirties. Um, and so I thought that that was good. He's he actually had, 48. Oh, is he? Oh, he's that 47 old. Okay. or 48. Yeah. Cause he was in devil by, um, uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I just thought that he has the look of a mobster, but he also has the swagger. He has the swagger to be a criminal. It, it, the the perception that I get from him watching him on on TV, so I thought Chris Messina was a good actor for Carmine Falcone. I think we are on the same wavelength, like with the yeah. look we're going for, like like the type of film yeah. we're casting, right? Because we're casting yeah. present day. How would a mobster look to me now? Not that old right. school Godfather look, right? Right. Um, good looking enough, but also to be a crime syndicate guy. But also, like I said, can have that moment of sinister, like because you you watch Chris Messina in acting, and you could see that sinister moment that comes out, right. Right. Um, I think both good picks. Of course, we're going to say good picks because they're ours. But um, I don't disagree with you there. I think either of those guys would be be well casted. I think the the hard one for mine, like I said, Wes Bentley, I think could be a Nightwing. I think he could be a Batman. And yours, I don't see him as anybody else except that. Maybe. Right. Right. So I would I would go with that. Now, how, let me step back here real quick. How did you cast these? Did you start with the Batman? Well, I wrote. Okay, so I'll say this: I wrote the Batman first, but I honestly just started going through my head of who I think would be a good fit. And sometimes I wrote two people and it just, I was, I had a lot of back and forths. 
Um, but what I did was I casted the the outside roles like Alfred, and then I went, okay, who would I want him to talk to? Who would I want him to mentor? Okay. And okay. then I did like villains, and who would I want to act against that? Because I'm a villain guy, right? So I would think yeah. certain villains would have better chops, and I, right. I would. Like you said, I would rather go for an unknown for a Batman because I think we shit on anybody who has a big name that gets cast as Batman. Right, right, um, right. But I would rather have a big name be a villain. Okay. Because I think enough. it holds more weight and I think it's a harder character to portray than just put on the cowl and do a good job. I think because no matter who's in there, somebody's going to shit on it, right? Yeah. I but started I, with the Batman. So okay. just, just to be full disclosure, um, I went with an actor who is known but isn't well known. Um, okay. so we'll, we'll get into that, yep. but, um, since I had, since I asked you first for Carmine Falcone, I'll go ahead and start with, uh, commissioner Jim Gordon. Okay. So I like the look of Jim Gordon in this film in, in the Batman, the, the gritty look, um, somebody who's, who's, um, again, an up and coming actor. I, I, the actor in this movie is not somebody who, you know, goes and, you know, wins over, uh, box offices, right? And so I was looking through kind of, I, I had an idea of who I wanted to go with um, and it just didn't work out um, for Jim Gordon. And so what I ended up uh, coming to is Aldous Hodge. So Aldous Hodge was MC Wren in Straight Outta Compton. Okay. And he gave me the look of a, uh, like a mid thirties. I, I don't know how old he is, but like a mid thirties, Jim Gordon, like an up and coming Jim Gordon before he becomes commissioner. When he's just detective Gordon, he, he's got this look like he might have a family at home, but he also gave me that edge of like, this dude could be a badass, Right. And so that's why I went with all this Hodge. Um, super happy with that pick on my end, of course, cause I'm biased there. Right. But who, who did you pick for Jim Gordon? John Goodman. Really? I loved him in Fallen as a cop, right? And I want Commissioner Gordon, especially in my type of film, to be old, pissed off, um, that can that can yell in a scene, right? Right. And hold the drama, but then also have like a serious like 10 Cloverfield Lane's one of his best acting performances, right? Oh, I would agree with that. And he's all over the place. But like then I thought of him in, in the King Kong universe, the new one Kong. Um and I'm a huge John Goodman fan. He's probably one of my favorite actors of all time. So I'd like to see him in a in a superhero film finally, like in my opinion of something I really love. Um because originally and I'll say this I was gonna go with John Slattery. Okay. Off of Mad okay. Men. Yeah. Um, but then I the, the reason I took him off my list is because I realized I was I was casting almost everybody that almost looks the same. Right. And I don't want to film like like I was bitching about, you know, m most things modern when you were here at my house, like Bel Air. Right. Everybody's too good looking for that fucking show. Right. Um, but I think John Goodman has the chops. I could see him in those scenes where it's raining. and He's got he's got the large jacket and all that. And I think he could he would hold up really well. And this is where I'm saying where your supporting cast, I think, sometimes need to be bigger than the main character in Batman. Because Batman's already gonna be Batman, right? Essentially, I mean, we've we've proven it with George Clooney with nipples. It's still a Batman film, and there's a lot that you like about it, right? Even though you hate the film, I just don't know that I like the casting. I love the actor. Um, right. I see where I see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I guess our our subscribers will have to decide on who's got a better casting there. That's fine. But yeah. um, I loved I loved I loved John Goodman. 
for sure. He's one of my favorite actors too. Reminds yeah. me of my grandfather. Um, okay, so let's go with Alfred. Who do you have for Alfred? Uh, Michael Gavin. Who is that? He played uh, Dumbledore. Oh. Uh, older guy. Uh, so you haven't watched the Harry Potter universe? No. Um, great actor. Old enough, right? And this is where, like, because, like, and I'll go back to this, too. I didn't want to have all, like, AA listers, right? Like, Robert Redford was in my mind at first. And then I was like, no, I can't see that. Um, so Michael Gavin... I figured he's old enough. He has that almost like that accent where he could carry it over, right? Um, and I think he could be a good mentor, just like he was uh, to Harry Potter, right? Okay. So that that's where I went with that. I went with a really, because I think he's like almost 90 in real life. And when I think of Alfred, I think of a really old dude. Like, I, I just, I really do. I, I, I did until mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman came out. And okay. it was Jeremy Irons. Okay. And so I was. I thought Jeremy Irons was good. The only issue that I had with Jeremy Irons in that movie was that I felt like he was close in age to uh, to Ben yeah, Affleck. Ben Affleck. So I decided to go older than my Batman character. Okay. But um, I also picked a Harry Potter actor, okay. um, Ralph uh, Fiennes. Finest. Finest. Yep. Uh, so he was in Harry Potter. He was the, in the Constant Gardener. And so that's who I picked. I felt like he had um, that Alfred style look. He he's of English descent, uh, which I think is important. Um, I don't know why that's important to me, but just me too. I I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um. It, it it you know it it portrayed I guess what I've always been given as an Alfred persona. Um. But again, he's he's probably. I guess on film, you could probably portray him as 20, 25, 30 years older than my Batman character. Okay. And so that's why I went that way. That That's a good pick. I, I don't see it because I always remember him as Voldemort. Yeah. Um, I just, and I didn't really love Jeremy Irons portrayal. It's not that he did a bad job. I think it was also written for a way where Alfred was sort of just more of a smug asshole. Yeah. Um, I, you know, like, what is it? Is it Michael Caine? Yeah, I thought Michael Caine was an excellent. Was amazing, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I want an accent. I think that's important. Yeah. I want that. I want that. I want the age difference to have a pretty big gap. You know, that took care of him from a boy all the way to an oldhood, almost like yeah. a, a sage grandpa that that is helping Batman through his ways. Right. So that's why I'd go that route. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with this because I think it's important, and I think we've casted her wrong forever. Who are you picking for Catwoman? And why? Again, I went with an up and coming up and coming actress who's relatively unknown. Mm-hmm. I do not know how to pronounce her name. Um, okay. So I'm going to try it, and I'm going to butcher it. And if God forbid she listens to it, I apologize. Um, but her first name is Horizon H E R I Z E N. Her last mm-hmm. name is uh, Guardiola G U A R D I O L A. She's known on a Netflix. Uh, program called the get down okay yeah yeah i think that she has the look of selena kyle she's got the um the spunk of selena kyle i think that she has a uh good mannerisms or the ability to have the mannerisms that catwoman needs okay um and she's good looking and i think that that's important on 
uh, with Catwoman. I mean, you know, if you had an ugly Catwoman, it wouldn't be Catwoman, right? So, no. um, I I thought that she's very pretty. She she also didn't do a bad job in the get down. So I thought it was good. Um, I do think again because I am going with up and coming actresses and actors that it's important for me to look outside the box than let's say um, you know like Selena Gomez or somebody like that who probably would have been a um, on somebody else's list considering the age range that I'm going for. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. I'm going purely for facial structure look of what okay. I imagine Catwoman's like. Um... I think the way they've portrayed Catwoman has been wrong, where in the sense of, I understand they're making her more realistic and everything, but Olivia Wilde. Oh, yeah. But yeah, um, for, for me, she's a little uh, little older than what I'm going for, but I like Olivia right. Wilde. Um, but I think she's a good pick. And the problem I'm having, too, is I'm looking at my list, right? And there's nothing wrong with my list, but I, I'm looking at the, the characters that are in this film I'm casting because I'm also casting against the people in it, right? I'm trying to make right. it like Different. an amazing film. But for Catwoman... It's all for the look, because I think I think they've gotten stories right about her, right? Like the Nolan one. I actually like the storyline for Catwoman. I like the storyline and the ridiculousness of Tim Burton, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just and I don't know how this one's going to be, but I just I need the look. Finally, I haven't yeah. really ever enjoyed the Catwoman look they've portrayed on screen, right. um, and I think she would pull it off a little bit better. Um, I won't even go down the Halle Berry road, but yeah, that's who I got. Olivia Wilde, another big name actor I know or actress I know, but you know, it's um. I couldn't I couldn't think of anybody else that I'd put in that role that I'd really enjoy. Right. Because okay. if you do the thing like where you look at the comic, and you're like, oh, I'm just going to pick a chesty girl. It's like I, I could never see Scarlett Johansson as as Catwoman. I think she'd you know, fit the suit nice. But no. Who do you got for the penguin? Uh, this is my dream casting forever. Paul Giamatti. Watching him in Billions really did it for me. Um, acting amazing. I think he could pull it off. I think he would outshine everybody in the fucking film. But I could see him being that back and forth where you you feel for him, it's good, and then you know that he's a total piece of shit asshole on the other end. I, You and I have talked about this a lot, and I think if it were Christian Bale's Batman, I would be 100% uh, with you there. But again, I am going for a younger cast because this this in my opinion would be a trilogy right and so i don't want anybody to die on me i don't want anybody to age out of the role so for my penguin i went with um iwan rian okay he he was um he was in game of thrones it's i-w-a-n-r-h-e-o-n he was in game of thrones but where he really caught my eye was in the dirt. He he played Mick Mars in the dirt. And I thought that from from a look perspective, now granted I I'm doing exactly what I, I said this past weekend with you that I didn't like where everybody's pretty. Mm-hmm. But he has that look like this young mobster, like this up and coming mobster. And as we know, Oswald Cobblepot is a mobster. 
Um, but he also has the acting chops, I think, to kind of play crazy. And so that's where I went with this. And again, younger because he will be around for a while. I think Paul Giamatti is probably my best fan casting period for the mm-hmm. Penguin. But for what I'm going for, I, I didn't want to put him in this movie. Yeah, it almost sounds like you're doing Batman year two, like this film is doing, right? Like it's yeah. very, mm-hmm. everybody's up and coming. The problem right. I have though, too, is that I don't think all these villains always age the same way as Batman either. I think some right. of them should have been older than where they're at, right? Right. But, that I mean, that's a good casting. I have a hard time seeing that. I thought he's a great actor. I thought he's done a good job. I don't see him as that villain at all. I don't see him as, I guess he, I, I would see him more, you know, I'd say like a Two-Face maybe, but I don't yeah. see him acting that way and portraying, you know, the the penguin lifestyle and everything else around it. Part of part of my casting, I mean, I think we've both seen the television show Gotham. I didn't really mm-hmm. like what they did with that television show. Right. But the penguin casting with that I thought was decent for what it was. And okay. so I was kind of coming on in that vein with this actor, a younger actor who could play the crazy, but also is the scary at the same time. Okay. Who do you want to pull? We got the Riddler next, correct? Yeah. I'm going way out of left field. Uh, good. Okay. Do you want me to just go with it? You, it's up to you, man. Thomas Middleditch from the Verizon commercials. Jeez. And Silicon Valley. <laughs> I I can imagine him in that sort of more old school, like, because I can see him as super smart and trying to trick Batman. Like I, I love the portrayal they're doing with this one where it's more like Court of Owls and it's very dark. But the Riddler to me is like more like, let's just have fun and play a game, not on the level of Jigsaw. Okay. Um, and I think Thomas Middleditch would knock it out of the park because I think he's actually a really good actor. It's not just the Verizon person. He's been in a lot. He but has. I think he's also, been in a few things. I think he's a nerd and I think he really like, I could be wrong, but I think he really would get down with this and really go deep into the character. And I think he would nail the role. Like he's got the look. I think if you saw him against the Batman or if you saw him as a villain, right? You think that guy's just smart. He's not going to do anything else. He's just going to try to outwit everybody. Right. And that, that's what I imagine the Riddler is, is he's not trying to fight. He's not trying to do much. He's just trying to outwit everybody and should be the smartest person in the room. And I think Thomas Middleditch would kill it at that role. Not anybody who I would have ever thought would have been the Riddler. Right. Um, I think, um, again, in a, in a, for the Christian Bale side, I think we probably could have talked um, Axe off of Billions as the Riddler. Yeah. Um, Johnny Depp as the Riddler, for instance. Yeah. Um, but again, I didn't want to go that direction. And so I ended up going with uh, Charlie Heaton off of Stranger okay. Things. Yeah. Um, again, he's, he's younger. Um, I love the look of him. I think the look of him is so uh, mysterious. It's dark. Um, and how they portraying the Riddler in in the Batman is this very dark and um, confusing character. And I can't wait to see him next week when we actually do. But um, that's kind of where I was coming with Charlie Heaton for the Riddler. Um, again, age-wise, fits into the cast very well. Um, very pretty, very young. <laughs> Very pretty, very young. It sounds like you're casting the CW show, bro. I'm sorry. Like, I get it. No, I, get, yeah. I, I, no, I like totally understand. Like, but looking at it, like looking at it on paper, I'm like, oh, this is a series coming out on the CW. This is not a movie coming out. Right, right. Um, 
that's the only problem I have with it. I, I I can see, I can really see that one. Okay. I'll give you Charlie Heaton, I think would be a great, great Riddler. I think he would have that. That's, that's in that darker sense, like you were saying. Yeah. Uh, but he can be conniving and smart enough. It's almost like if you casted the kid from uh, American horror story, Son the one who's bitch. in every, every series, you know what I mean? Like that guy, I think he would be a great Riddler too, but that's another part. Well, you fucking took my Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Did I really? <laughs> oh, shit. My Batman is is Flynn Whitrock <laughs> from American Horror Story. <laughs> wow, I would never pick him for Batman. Why? I think he's got the look of Bruce Wayne, um, which okay. I think is important in a Batman character. Okay. Um, I think if you look at his jawline and his nose uh, and the way that the that the cowl would fit on him, it, it would look good. He's tall. Um, he's also ripped. And so I think that that's a, that that's a good characteristic there. Um, he's got that smug pretty boy, which is kind of the Batman that I'm going for. Now, granted, in the Batman, this is like a dark emo type thing. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm going for here. I guess it you know your your description of like a CW Batman. Um, he would this this guy would fit that CW Batman role, but he's also got the age that I'm looking for. Um, and so that's that's where I thought that that would fit. I I think that's a really good pick. He's got the age. He's got the look because it's that good looking thing where it's debonair, but it's also dark enough, right? Yeah. Where you could see him in the shadows and like yeah. That's a, I think he and the. So it wasn't the guy I was thinking from American Horror Story. I understand I took your pick just based on that show because who I was thinking of for the Riddler was Evan Peters from there, uh, who's been oh, okay. everyone. Okay, but Finn Whitrock I think would be a great Bruce Wayne, and then have the smugness and everything, but also be a good Batman because he would fit the role. Um, he'd fit the cowl. I, I could see that. That's actually a very good pick for your CW Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with somebody known, and it's more recent. Um, like in the sense of like, he's been a superhero in one of the newest films that came out for Marvel, but Richard Madden from game of Thrones. Really? He's too, he's too good looking, man. If I could, if I could look like a a star for my wife, it would either be him or Zac Efron, right? Like that guy is good looking. He's got swagger. He knows how to dress. He would look good in a tux. He has the jawline to be a Batman, right? I mean, that's an important factor, right? He's got right. the strong jaw. He, I could see him as a superhero. I could see him portraying Bruce Wayne eloquently. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I'd have the hardest thing for me of him being Batman is the voice and what he's going to do with it. I think the voice is is very important, right. very very important. And I've, I was very turned off by what Christian Bale did with the voice. Right. I liked a little bit better what Ben Affleck did with the voice because it was, I think it was explained better and it sounded a little bit better. Um, but yeah, the voice I think is important. So that's the cast of, or that's, that's at least the main cast of the Batman, mm-hmm. but you and I came to the table with a couple different castings, correct? In addition. Correct. correct. So, um, I have, I'll just tell you right now, I've got the Joker, Poison Ivy, uh, Dick Grayson as Robin. And then I also have Dick Grayson as Nightwing. Okay. So what do you, what additionals do you have? I have Poison Ivy, the Joker. I have Tim Drake, Robin. Okay. I have Nightwing, Scarecrow, and Two-Face. Okay. So let's go Scarecrow and Two-Face since I don't have those. Scarecrow for me, I mean, I think a cop-out would have been uh, the guy who played Jigsaw, and I can't remember his name. Is it Toby whatever? Um, 
But I'm doing Caleb Landry Jones. Okay. I think he's creepy enough. <laughs> um, I think he's got the look. I can see him with the long hair and the betrayal of acting crazy. And I, I could really see him play the character um, very well because I think the Scarecrow can have, I mean, he's the type of villain, right? Where you can have him have a mask if you really want. And right. drugs help enhance what he's doing. So it's not that it doesn't take as good at acting chops. I think you can, you could put so much ridiculous stuff around it and scary stuff around him that it makes the role better. And I think that's, that's a character in Batman's rogue gallery that just needs, needs a creepy looking, weird looking guy to play the role. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, I don't need him to be as important as like the Riddler. Hence why I wouldn't pick the guy who played jigsaw. Right. Right. Um, So that that's there for that. And then what about two face? Two-Face, I got Toby Leonard from Billions. I think he did a good job in Billions um, being a good guy and a bad guy. And so just because of that, uh, he was the he was Paul Giamatti's partner in the first season, and then he goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see him you know, in the Two-Face role with the, the two faces, but I could see him playing both sides of the coin, which is, is the best part. Is it because you've already seen him as a DA, kind of? Uh, there is part of that. Yeah, no, I'm not going to lie. That is part of it. I've seen him play those roles where he could be a conniving prick as a DA and then a good guy trying to save the day, right? And I think that's important for Two-Face. So I really think he would be a good pick. He's got the stature. He's got the look I want. Everything about him and him playing roles. That's a typecast. I mean, him playing roles already that has done, you know, um, the same exact portrayal that... that uh, uh, Harvey Dent needs. Okay. Now you said that you have uh Tim Drake Robin, right. correct? Right. Yep. Uh so and you have who, and you have Dick Grayson. I have Dick Grayson. So who do you have for Tim Drake? Logan Lerman from Percy Jackson. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I I think it's a it's a it's a good fit for the 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 Batman I chose. Or I mean the the Robin I chose. Okay. For the Robin I'm choosing, that's a good pick for that, in my opinion, just based on stature, look, feeling, like how how he would act against it. Um, because I think the dream Robin for all of us, and I'm sorry if I've taken anything from you, is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like we've always wanted from the Nolan series, which I yeah, see him as older now. Younger. Right, when, when he was younger. younger. Yeah. But that's that's who I would pick for Tim Drake. Do you totally disagree with that? No, not that one. No, I, I and I was very disappointed when they did what they did with um, The Dark Knight Rises. But... Um, so my Robin, Dick Grayson, I ended up going again with a young actor. I didn't want one that was like in their 20s as an okay. example because I felt like he'd be a little little um, uh, too old for considering the age of my Batman. I also didn't want one that was very tall because, okay. you know, as, as they continue to go get older, I wanted somebody who would still have a shorter stature than my Batman. So that way okay. there was always that Batman and Robin. And so uh, for my Robin, I ended up going uh, with an with an actor who's already played in a superhero movie. He's already been in Shazam. His name is Asher Angel. And okay. I felt like he has the look of a modern day Dick Grayson. I think, again, he has the stature. He's only 5'9". Um, okay. So uh, my my Batman actor is over six or at least six. So I think that there's that there's that gap there. Um and I think that the look of this actor, he can portray young for at least another five years. 
And for me, that's important until he becomes Nightwing. And I and I did not cast him as Nightwing, but they could always have him do that. Or they could have him, for instance, as Tim Drake is what I was thinking originally. And then uh, have a different Nightwing. Or they can kind of do whatever. But I thought he was a good uh, Dick Grayson. Robin. That's a very good pick. And you have a lot of good things around. I think we both picked a guy that looks the part. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't think it need, you know, I think we picked a guy with enough. We both did acting chops, but nothing over the top where he's going to outshine Batman either. I think that's important. Yeah. Um, not that I want anybody in the the film we're casting to be a bad actor, let's say, but right. sometimes you, you know, there are scene stealers, right? And I don't want the guy, I want the guy to look the part and be like, there's a Robin and he's, he acts like a Robin and his supporting role is Robin. He's not. Oh my God, he was the best part of the film. Mind you, the actor can just kill it and knock it apart and be the best part of the film, but I, I picked for that reason as well. I didn't want I didn't want anybody too big of a name to outshine Batman because especially, you know, when you're casting, as we said, you know, more up and comers, you can't pick a huge name for that. Right. Right. So or also or also Terrence Howard themselves. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> You just picked Dick Grayson as a young. I did. Go with who for Nightwing you're doing then. So for Nightwing, he comes from um, for Stranger Things. And okay. so I've got, I don't know how to pronounce his first name. Is it DeCray Montgomery or, mm-hmm. or something like that? It's D-A-C-R-E Montgomery. Okay. I think he's got the look of a Nightwing. He's got that early 20s mid 20s like swagger about him where he's uh he wants to he wants to stretch out his own wings if that makes sense he's tired of living under the cow and i think he's got the look there um plus i didn't i i really liked him in power rangers i thought he was really good in that movie i liked the power rangers movie so maybe i'm on a island of my own there but um also he was the one that was trying to seduce the mom in yeah. uh in stranger things and so i kind of felt like he has that playboy type thing about him where you could see him having a future love interest in the in the series and and whatever else so that's my that's my nightwing that's not a bad pick uh taron egerton that's a really good one that's he's that's a great a, actor i i think i actually said him when we were spitballing <laughs> we this, were. this last week um, and I and I wanted to come to the table with an entirely different thing yeah. than we had spitballed this past week, but yeah, Taron Egerton's a good one. That those two guys, so him and Paul Giamatti, just to be upfront, those were the two I couldn't change because I said Taron Egerton the first time too, and I just imagine, like I said, a cop out is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? Because we all wanted yeah. that's a dream, right? Taron Egerton, because I just it's a look. He's a great actor. I think he could do the stunts. I think he's got the build. I could I could see him being almost a little bit of a cocky shit, but nice enough to always want to help yeah. Batman like Nightwing yeah. does. Um, and that's why. So I, I, I could just also imagine him because, I mean, your favorite Robin, I mean, out of all the Robins, is 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 Nightwing your favorite? Yeah, I would probably say so. Okay, me too. I'll cop yeah. out. I'll say that, yeah. Yeah, just because he's older. You know, he's yeah. he's more mature. Like, there's, there's more of a character to him than just, um, hey, Batman, I want an ice cream or... Fucking holy bat shit, Batman, right? I watched so, a Zoom meeting and then let's go bust those guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, okay. So we'll leave the Joker for last. Um, uh, okay. Okay. So we both got Poison Ivy. Yeah. Okay. You want me to go first or you want to go first? I do because I'm going to say this is my favorite villain 
for Batman as a woman. Okay. I have the biggest crush on Poison Ivy, and I'm going to be very upfront and say I picked just a crush of mine just because I don't fucking care. <laughs> okay. So go ahead. Who do you got? I've got Alexandra Daddario. Okay. So she, to me, has the look. I love her eyes, dude. Oh, my God. Her eyes are amazing. But um, so she's been in Baywatch, uh, the new the new reboot. It was a terrible movie. I don't recommend that anybody watches it. But she was also in Percy Jackson. And that's yep. where I, I was first introduced to her. Um, again, age. That's that's where I was casting for here. Um, but yeah, just the look of her. She's got that seductive, sultry look. Uh, I don't think it's much about hair color. I've seen, you know, a redheaded you can poison dye ivy. Hair. I've seen a blonde poison ivy. I don't. I don't think it's anything about that. I do think that you have to be um, very good looking because you are mm-hmm. you are a seductive uh, villain, and her acting chops are really not that bad. And so that's where I went with that one. Mine is going to be probably the worst actor in my film. <laughs> Okay. This is all looks and a, somebody who I want to be seduced by, and I can imagine seducing everybody. And that's just even the boys like watching the the film in the theater that just watch and go, "Yep, want that." Megan Fox is my <laughs> poison ivy, all for selfish reasons. Totally selfish. Want to see it? Want to fuck it? Well, I just want that moment in history. Can you imagine Megan Fox coming on to Batman? Yes, you can. And it's great, and it's glorious, and everybody wants it in a film now, B-Word. That's so terrible. <laughs> but it's so true. It's so true. That's it's terrible, shit. but you hate, you hate to admit it. You're like, shit. Like, I like Megan Fox a lot, and, and I'm, very, yeah. I'm very sad that she actually got my name removed from her pelvic region. Uh, because she had Brian right on her hip and it was mm-hmm. spelled correctly and it was like a name on my parking spot. And then she met this Yahoo that she's with and they started sucking each other's blood and like, just like, I don't know. But Megan Fox, I, I think uh, I think Megan Fox to me has more of a look for... <sighs> Not in the movie, <laughs> but um, but I'm but I'm happy you got to choose, and so we'll go from there. And so oh, I just I can imagine that scene over and over again. It's such a great scene, Beaver. <laughs> Twenty years from now, some boy is just going to bleach his pubes to watching but, Megan Fox over oh, and over and over, and it's going to be so phenomenal. good. So I don't know that I'm very happy with this <laughs> next pick. Um, from a facial perspective, I really like him. I, I, again, this is the Joker. Um, I don't know that we, I think you and I would agree that Willem Dafoe needs to be a Joker at some point. Right. Yes. Um, but again, with the age here, I kept it young. And so, um, I ended up casting Will, Will Poulter, uh, the Joker. So we're the Millers. He's actually going to be. Uh, in the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy um, as, um, oh shit, what is he going to be? I completely had a brain fart. But anyway, um, I thought from the look, the way his eyebrows are, the way his face sits, you could see a Joker face paint on there. And um, the only thing that I don't like is because he is um, getting ready to um, be an actor now in the MCU. Um, he's, he's starting to get really built 
And so, you know, he's going to be portraying Adam Warlock and Adam Warlock has that superhero look anyway. Mm-hmm. So I think this is pro- that's why I didn't really like the casting per se, because I don't think you can just plug him in right now. I think he actually may have to lose some muscle mass just because he is getting pretty stacked. Um, but yeah, so that's why I went with, with the Joker. So I agree with you that William Defoe I think, is the best like dream pick that everybody would want, right? But again, I'm going to go a little nuts here. And hear me out. Johnny Knoxville. I could. I, the problem is, is I just don't trust Johnny Knoxville's acting chops. I don't need to. It's the Joker. The the best part about the Joker, right? I think I think we put too much pressure on, and I, we we've talked about this on the National Batman episode day episode, right? That I think the Joker sometimes is more important than a casting for than Batman. However, to to go against that theory, I one. If I did this film, the Joker's not going to have a prominent role. It's not another Batman versus Joker film. Two, let him go off the wall. Because what is the Joker? He's off the wall. Johnny Knoxville can have the laugh. He has the look. He can play him. And it depends on the... Okay, because like William Defoe, right? You you want another crazy maniacal guy who can overact, right? And do a really good job. Christopher Waltz would be a great Joker if you were doing the laughing joke. Okay? So it also depends on the story you're doing. But if you're doing a story where other villains are more important and you just need an off the wall guy to come in and have a few, you know, scenes as the Joker, I think Johnny Knoxville would knock it out of the park. And that's what I'm going for, because as I said, I'm not. And I mean, yeah, if I had a future iteration, we'd see how that go. But the Joker to me is he's in Arkham Asylum. I can see Johnny Knoxville on the ground in Arkham Asylum, laughing, talking and just going nuts. And that's all the Batman's doing in this film, right? If if that's the if that's the case if that's what you're looking for then I would almost just say cast um, Aaron whatever his last name is out of uh, Bad in the Sun because that's all he does is he just acts crazy. Mm, I don't like that pick at all because you know I, I, how I, I feel about that. I, I know you don't like the pick, but Bat in the Sun is a for those that don't know is a um, they're a they're a, a, a movie production studio out of L.A. Um, they're famous for doing, uh, battles. So they'll have, you know, superhero versus superhero or, or, or whatever. Right. But Aaron, um, Shanky, Shanky, um, he's, he's founded the, the production company with his dad and he does a, a, um, he does a joker on his own. Um, so there's the context for you, but as far as, um, yeah, I just don't know that I can see Johnny Knoxville, dude. Like you had me, it was going good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could even I could even deal with Megan Fox. I just don't think I can see Johnny Knoxville. Now, okay. that's my opinion. So, but but you know, again, like I said, Will Will Poulter, um, I don't think is great at the moment either. So, uh, but that's who I would cast. So it's it's that's neg- negligible at this point. The only one that I went back and forth before, and I didn't write his name down, was Bill Skarsgård because he played a clown, and yeah. I think he has the acting chops. But I think it's it's that would be that forever. Oh my God! You're always a clown. Like you know what I mean? I don't think it would, yeah. it would get past be one a type or the other. Cast. Right, and it'd be, be a type cast. Now, we've talked about this before. Um, after seeing Justice League, the Zack, Zack, the Zack Snyder cut, do you have more appreciation for the Joker in that film? I already. So, I'll admit this: I didn't mind Leto's Joker as much as most people mm-hmm. because I knew what I was expecting. Right. I did 
Um, but I hated the look of him in the Snyderverse. I understand it was apocalyptic and you didn't make him look that way. But I think Leto actually would have done a great job if they would have let him act a little bit more. And if they would let Leto, Leto. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I liked his look. I, I thought it was refreshing, to be honest, with the right. tattoos and, and that. Because, I mean, there's a Joker like that in the, in the comics, and I thought it would have been a cool, cool little thing. Yeah. What about you? Um, I, I, I had more appreciation after the Zack Snyder cut. I just wish that there would have been more of him rather than just at the, the, the end credit scene. Okay. Um, and I agree with you. I think if they would have let Leto Leto, it would have been just fine. Yeah. So, but with that, man, I think, uh, I think we have put together two entirely different casts with two entirely different purposes. And, uh, just a final thing here. What expectations do you have out of the Batman? Robert Pattinson will be my second favorite Batman of all time. Um, the film will be one of the best Batman films ever made. And Mr. Freeze will be in the sequel. That would be fun. That would be fun. Um, a three hour Batman. I'm all on board. Um, there's a lot of talk about this one with the Batman actually being a detective. And so my only hope is, is that it doesn't drag along. I, I, I hope it does have a good pace to it, uh, especially for three hours. I don't know that this is going to be the best Batman film that we've seen, but I can tell you it's not going to be the worst and it's probably going to be top five. And okay. so top five, I think is good. I'm hoping it impresses me. I think I'm coming to the, to the theater a little reserved because I don't want to be let down, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's going to be a fun time. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. I'm going in exact opposite feeling that I was with for no way home and I was proven wrong. And I hope and I'm not proven wrong again. <laughs> this time <laughs> it sucks. Oh, man. Well, with that, man, this has been fun. This has been good. And uh, what do you got for us? Thanks for all the dirty talk. Come back and get sanitized. Be sure to go check out Gebular, playing March 5th in Tacoma, Washington at the Plaid Pig, opening up for Deadbeat Blackout.